0: hello and welcome to the Walkie gamer podcast episode 9 to wii eu or not to wii eu that is the question i am steph uh, and welcome back we've got the usual crowd mr ramu Hello. Hello. Mr. Dad. Hello. And Mr. Ferg.
1: Why? Hello there.
0: Um, <laughs> on this episode, we'll be doing a bit of a mix of talking about different stuff, but we will briefly mention the crazy Brexit business um, and how that affects gaming. We're not going to get too political about it, but um, yeah, we're going to have a chat about that and Dad's going to give a bit of a chat about Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, which he's been waiting for for some time, and also Ferg's um, looking at doing a review on Technomancer, so we might have a bit of a chat about that. I've played that a bit as well, um, and we'll just be going, you know, we're, we'll just be talking about a lot of releases this month, really, and the usual kind of chit chat about what's out on Xbox Live and what's out on PlayStation Plus. So, without further ado,
2: it's time for the gaming news. Now, Ferg, you, you've probably done the most research into uh, how Brexit's going to affect gamers in the UK, so why don't you kick off the ball and give us some of the, the broad strokes on it? Let us know exactly right. how bad it's going to be.
3: Right. <laughs> to say that it's going to be this kind of a tough one to call because, as we currently stand, there's simply no way of projecting past five years. There's a lot of very good ideas as to what's going on or what might be going on, But for the time being, there is still a walloping great big question mark over there.
0: They didn't really work out a plan for leaving uh, the EU. So it is a slight kind of minefield of actually what the hell is going to happen, really.
3: The UK gaming industry was really, really hoping we'd remain in the EU. And there's there's a selection of very good reasons for this. The first one being um is recruiting there's an awful lot of people who are going to be moving backwards and forwards between the eu simply because of recruiting purposes the other thing that people are going to have to be aware of is that games that are made or produced generically speaking or just simply published throughout the eu will become more expensive or it's very likely looking like it might become more expensive it's Again, it's a bit of a question mark, but there's an awful lot of companies that do produce a massive amount of product in the EU, and that includes absolutely everything PlayStation. Sony doesn't really do anything over here. All of the hardware, all of the games are produced in the EU. So import costs could increase. So depending on the actual, uh, the, depending on the publishers, depending on the developers, depending on how everybody feels over here, will actually depend on whether or not we are going to see a rise in hardware and software prices. That having been said, there's a few people out there that actually are under the impression that the software is actually probably a be about the same, possibly even cheaper. But that's fine mm. as long as you're not buying any hardware. So things like Project Scorpio, the things like the uh, Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Wii, uh, the, sorry, the no, PlayStation no Neo, sorry. And yes, everything else that comes out after this. If it travels through the EU it, it, and comes to us via it, then there's a very distinct chance that we are going to be paying considerably there's, more
1: for it. The currency dropped 10% as well, which doesn't help. Yeah, against the US dollar, which, you know what, that, again, that might difficult. not be as big an issue.
0: It's, it's difficult right now to actually make any conclusion out of what's happening right now because in terms of fi- like financially and everything, it may well sort itself out.
3: It could. Yeah, it's, it's still very early days. But there's some very positive messages that have come out from UK games developers. For instance, <clears throat> and I'm going to quote Team17 on this, we are entering a period of uncertainty but the UK people voted and this has to be respected. There, We'll leave that one alone for the moment. Team 17 are committed to continuing to develop our sustainable business with all of our partners around the world. And that was uh, Deborah Bestwick who's actually the managing director of the Worms development team. Wicked sick. However, that changes entirely because they're a Scottish-based developing group and if it turns out that we do leave the EU got Scotland lead. Yeah, Team 17 yeah. have always been based in Scotland. And they're if based they, in Wakefield? Uh, and, and Scotland. They're, they're ah. Predominantly, if they do leave, if, if Scotland oh, does do the whole EU leaving thing and fun and games, then they will actually likely have a bit of a boom on their hands because they'll have all the best prices and be able to achieve all the right stuff. Scotland won't get hurt by this if it turns out that they join back with the EU. But that's That's completely hearsay, no one entirely knows. While on the other hand, you've got the opposite side of the scale where you've got the like of Coatsink games. And we've just done um, a, and uh, we've just actually had the chance to do a little video review of the online multiplayer beta for their new game, Gang Beasts. And Tom Beardsmore is considerably less upbeat about it. And he was saying, uh, in fact, he quotes, I'm utterly shell-shocked. I'm so disappointed in 51.9% of my fellow country. Blah, 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 blah. I fear that that our voters will quickly see the situations go from bad to worse. Two, uh, two, on a personal level, I feel ideologically disconnected from the country now. In fact, our entire team, not to mention industry, appears to feel that way. As such, we're going to look at, at opening an office abroad imminently and go from there they're
2: now, ready to jump ship basically. they are
3: absolutely. yes yeah. so you've got two entirely different areas and it, it, that is why it's so unpredictable so even if the software prices did fall and the hardware does go up we're still going to have to concern ourselves with what's actually left of the british gaming industry i'm
0: sort of devil's advocate here you know i mean whether we give certain breaks to businesses um, to try and gain more businesses to come to the UK um, and build up a kind of manufacturing industry in the UK, which obviously includes gaming and that kind of thing. Like, whether I'm trying to look at a positive out of this situation, I don't want to get too much into the politics of it all, but potentially, um, you know, maybe the UK will make a major effort to actually, uh, you know, do different things, I suppose, from.
2: Do probably, things probably differently in entire smallness here.
0: Well, I mean, this, think, this is yeah. This I, is
3: something that Nesta.org, uh, Yuki, and Tiga are all having to keep their eyes on because they're very much they're very much involved in how how our game, how British made games are going to be represented abroad and how much money they're going to get for them. And again, they they're looking very optimistically at it. Our biggest problem will be that once if in the fullness of time, Britain does leave the EU, I'm not going to make any comment on that one. But if in the event that we do, recruitment becomes the biggest issue for the games industry. Now, if we happen to have people in this country are up to that spec. So yes, if you're into developing games right now, get your Kung Fu on, get involved, get your skills on because they will be looking, they will need to because the moment they can't import staff, most of the companies which we do have in this country, we have EA's Criterion, at least last time I checked they were still here but that's the only British based EA company left. We have Ubisoft, we've, you know, we've got some of the biggest names right here in the UK and not to mention the likes of Frontier Development was born here. The likes Team of Team dangerous. Team Seventeen, yeah. they're all here. It's not like we have a lack of companies, but when we can't actually fill the seats to develop the games, that's when we have a problem,
4: and that's I mean, when I'm our not, gaming industry I'm might take a hurt.
0: I think I think that's an interesting one because actually, look at the way that computer science is being taught in schools now. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm probably the youngest here. I'm, I guess. And, yeah. And similar to you guys, in you know, I think I missed out on a certain level of education because I was too old for this, essentially, at school. But they're teaching coding to like year, year three pupils in primary school.
2: Yeah, think, my kids do coding at school. They look at Scratch for for yeah, building like basic popular. games, stuff like that, because it is going to be one of those skills that. Or we only off. going to need. Yeah. Well
3: actually, what's... this is one of those moments I want to just do a quick shout out to one of my personal heroes, David Braben, the guy that's actually behind Elite Elite Dangerous and <laughs> all the others. He's the guy that's one of the founding members of Frontier Development. He is also, just out of note, the guy that is also partly responsible for the Raspberry Pi. Yeah.
4: What?
3: Raspberry Pi and Raspberry Pi what? 2. As in the little box of lovely that we can get that you plug into a monitor and it's, it, it comes with Scratch and its own compilings and uh, uh, all right. the rest of it. It's a beautiful yeah. piece of kit. Now, that's here in the UK. This is open source technology for any age to start learning coding. They can start today. Downloading Scratch to your to your own PC or laptop is free. It is re- it is not resource hungry.
2: You can get yeah, it's it. It's all track and drop.
3: It is, and it is a very simple first stepping stone into languages like Python, well, specifically Python's most likely, and then, of course, into the object-oriented languages like C++, which, if you can get that, folks, just as a point, yeah, that's a good into to the industry. Very one, good start. I,
1: one thing I would say is that I've, I know from experience there are people out there who will offer to teach you how to program games and Uh, They claim to be TIGA registered. Um, They they claim to give you a full qualification that the industry will recognize. Recognize. Um, They come around. They give you a little talk. They show you a little presentation. Uh, At the end of it, they say, this is a disk full of all the software that we'll use. Uh, We'll charge you some money for it. And we'll email you a password. And I think the... (laughs) The value worked out at about £5,000 that they wanted from me up front, and I basically knew this was going to be a scam because I'd done the research before the guy turned up. Oh, really? I I deliberately kept him talking.
2: As long as possible. (laughs) As long as
1: I possibly could, knowing that I was going to say no, and that he wouldn't have time to visit any of the other people on his list for that night. Oh no! So, so yeah, <laughs> uh, him thinking he was T. going to be scamming me, I was actually scamming him. But um, <laughs> the the main point is, if you want to get into programming and learning, do your research first. Don't just j- jump in because some guy says I'll I've got this course that shows you how to do it. Look up a proper course. I'm sure there must be some yeah, I did running at local community colleges yeah. and and polytechnics and universities or whatever they are now the open university is a, is yeah something really that everyone's good. heard of it's something that everyone knows i'm sure that they will have some kind of programming course on there but but do your research
0: well i mean i yeah. thought this is an interesting because it, i actually had a similar um experience i didn't actually end up meeting up guy cuz we'd arranged to meet and then he you know there was an issue with meeting on time and whatever yeah um, he was
2: everything. still crowned at yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but you know, like I mean, I, I I didn't actually end up meeting up with him in the end. I think it was before I did a masters in social work or something like that. But at at, at the time, I had that choice and this choice, and I just couldn't get that money together anyway. But yeah, I mean, I'm surprised to hear that, that is actually a bit of a a bit of a con. That's quite interesting to hear, actually, and it's good warning to people because you know I I was quite young at the time, but I well youngish, but I could have potentially ended up doing that. Um,
2: spending all that money and then having nothing to show at the end.
0: Yeah, mm. I mean, I think, I think you know, the what, whatever your views as well, I mean, I, th- I suppose if you just tie up the Brexit thing, but, I mean, whatever your views are about the whole Brexit issue, the current situation...
4: It is, nobody knows.
0: Gonna, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, at the end of the I mean, day, anybody anybody knows, far, guess. So. Yeah. too far to tell. To be I honest, mean, nothing's likely to change until we actually leave, and we haven't yeah. yet. And until Article 50 is triggered, blah, 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 <laughs> think there'll be no negotiations. That'll be all there is. And until we actually leave, we'll actually know the score as far at, as everything is concerned. At the so moment. after two years, yeah, good question.
1: But currently everyone but, is doomsday prepping. Oh, okay. God, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Go,
3: Getting the, ready for the worst. Yeah. However, I have to admit the one thing that's actually brought me more concerned is, so that was actually a scam.
4: Yes. Damn it. Yeah.
3: I answered that only in the Congo. <laughs> I got that email and no.
2: Oh, uh, yep. W- We've tried telling you about this, Ferg.
0: We've all Never done know. it, man. I gave bank account details to an African prince on Hotmail. Was he cute? He was very cute. Oh, get in. He used so, winkies and smiley faces emotes. Oh, amazing. well, that's
2: how they get you.
0: I know. Uh, that's
2: the cool. way. Right.
4: Let's
1: move swiftly on before uh, somebody else gives away their, their passwords or bank account details. <laughs> uh, the Division Division Underground DLC was released on the 28th of June.
2: Uh, yes. Great.
1: Ramy's had a chance to play that, I've had I've yes. a dodgy it, disc it for a couple of days. a
2: lot of fun. Yeah, you were missed, Dad. It was great fun. Um,
1: yes, my, my Xbox was being
2: poorly. Certainly, oh. uh, the, the underground expansion adds a, a lot of new content to the division, it gives you basically uh, procedurally generated uh, underground areas to explore, you can set up a, again it's based for a, a team of people going in really, um, for getting the best loot, but you can actually tailor make your experience. So, you learn more experience the more you play the underground DLC, and you can set up different phases. To three phases, you can tag back-to-back, back and at the end of it, you get sweet loot drops and shiny guns, all that kind of good stuff that uh, you'd come to expect from a game like The Division. And an
3: underground farm?
2: Yeah, basically. It's an underground farm for loot, but... The first level I played, I, I was in away by the graphics because we went and attacked a, a Riker base under there and frankly I want to move all of my team, all the JTF, all the, the, the civilians we've saved, move them out of the post office in New York and into that underground car instead because it was far cooler. There was all this bright <laughs> neon lighting, lovely uh, light shows and it was awesome down there far more interesting than the the actual post office but well, that's just personal preference i like bright lights and shiny things but well, the, my, yeah it, my it does
3: the there's an awful lot of space in there to do absolutely sod all in
2: yeah there is isn't it? it takes <laughs> the the worst thing about going to the the new area because they've included a new hub um before you go to the underground section and start your phases uh, going through these new missions. I mean, every time you start a phase, it's something completely different, and the maps themselves are, are kind of pieced together from like, um, all the different bits of the underground they've got. So a bit each like the experience,
1: old, um, Diablo Two maps.
2: Yeah, so it's always different. Oh. <sighs> So you're getting a lot more readability. So for for people that really enjoy certainly the PVE side of things, it, the division was a little lacking. You had, when the game first came out, you could do the, the daily missions or rerun the missions for PVE, and that was yeah. it, and bump into the odd target on the main map. But not really a lot. Now added in high-value targets, and they can be all over the map and those are a lot of fun to run good to get you the older gear sets and now the underground which adds loads of replayability You just never know what what to expect next and it's full of apps as well as all the the bad guys tailor make the difficulty you can even add on up to five modifiers um, to make the game even harder. The first one you unlock is, uh, it turns off your mini-map. It's called the Fog of War. So, the more modifiers you have on, the harder the game gets, but the better the loot. So, right. the trade-off. But it gives you all that reapability, and if you want to add more of a challenge, because you're all geared up, and you find it easy, add a few more modifiers on. Great fun.
3: Right. I mean, cool. For me, it's been like two weeks, and now I haven't got any other players on the PC version that I would otherwise be playing with to actually do that. They've migrated away now. In I think we may actually be looking at the last hundred thousand players, if that. On is it hundred thousand? No, fourteen. No, 14. Uh, maybe the last ten thousand players or so for the PC version. Oh, I think it's division. suited
0: more to a casual market. Yeah, that type of game because it, you can, you can pick up and play it. Like I have got it on the Xbox, uh, not the Xbox, but uh, PlayStation Four, and I've played it now and again. Like I I got it in the last month, and I just picked it up now and again and enjoyed it. But like I only play as a casual game. It's not something I dedicate lots of time to. Like a get a lot of I don't want to make stereotypes here, but a lot of PC gamers would pick up a game like the Division and think this is going to be my MMO. I'm going to play this. Absolute shit out yeah, of it, non-star. hammer it, and they've done that, and they've they've done all the content, and they're bored, and they're a new shiny thing comes along, and 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 that's where they're going with it, you know, and any expansions perhaps aren't really, they're not necessarily that invested because they maybe, I think a lot of PC players expected more out of the division in terms of long term, maybe. Yeah,
2: straight out of the gate. Certainly, you the the underground me, DLC I think's new life into it. Give it a go. If you mm. if you have lapsed from playing it, certainly come back and check out the Underground. I don't think you'll be disappointed.
3: I'm now convinced this stalking my Steam account. <laughs> You've just nailed exactly what have happened for I... me in my lot. <laughs> well,
4: I have, oh, something else PC exciting.
1: <laughs> uh, let's move on to games that are out this month. Uh...
0: Night. No, are we going to start with Star Ocean?
1: Yeah, uh, you probably know the most the about this. You are looking forward to... to this, Stess. It's also the first one coming out, so...
0: Can I slightly lose my shit over this game a little bit? Because... Um, Go on! I want to get something incredibly straight to every viewer out there who reviews games, right? Do not pair a JRPG to The Witcher 3. It's like comparing the Japanese <laughs> anime to The Sopranos, right? That, that's they're they're crazy. two separate types of genre with different expectations from the audience. Totally bloody different. So stop comparing this game to The Witcher 3. It will never be The Witcher 3. And personally, I didn't like The Witcher 3. I like more Japanese anime RPG based games. So IGN, go hang yourself. Anyway, <laughs>
3: um, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. We've How got I to thought? get him to lose his shit more
2: often. Yeah, that, that was good. Yeah. I don't like
0: IGN. Just get that out there. I probably shouldn't say that on this podcast. Whoops. Um, why not? Why not? Um, you're, you're entitled
3: yeah. to your opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I have to admit, I'm, I'm a bit dubious about seeing IGN broadcasts as well.
0: Yes. I mean, we can back on to IGN when we talk about the Technomancer a bit later, because has have got a few things to say about that as well. But, um, mm, but Star Ocean, I mean, I was thinking of this, I haven't actually bought it, so let me get this, like, let let me explain this first. I'm not actually totally up for this game at all, but I did have to make a point about that, because it's upset me that reviews are comparing it in that way, but... Star Ocean's history is epic, long Japanese RPG. You travel to lots of planets. Um, you level up. Kind of, it's a bit of a grind fest. It's what you expect for a Japanese RPG. Combat is sort of very similar to the Tales of games. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's a Japanese RPG, and the the old ones used to last about 50, 60 hours. This one lasts 20, and you hardly leave on it apparently. Really? When you do it, it's only for a brief while. Ooh, so well, that's not, not much of a star ocean, ocean, then, ocean is then, is it? <laughs> it's not really. So, haven't I was gonna buy this day one. I was pretty sold on it. I was like, I'm gonna buy this day one. You know, I I'd rather play this over anything else coming out. And I read some early reviews from people that played the Japanese copy, and I just thought, ugh, I
3: maybe
0: not. Maybe <laughs> not. You know? Yeah. I mean. I don't know why they've made it so short. They obviously might have had a tight budget. I mean, the last game did very well. It's very long, very interesting. Mm. But But yes!
2: this is more startened than Star Ocean.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Star
3: Ocean... The last Ocean game was quite a while ago, though, wasn't it?
0: 2009. Star oh, wow. Ocean... What was it, New Hope, or Star Wars game? Um, <laughs> yeah. Star Wars film, even. Um, I can't remember... Something Are you a bit
3: hope. young to remember the last one? <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Ooh. Ooh. Burn.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Actually, yeah, I definitely wasn't alive at a New Hope, unfortunately. Um I don't know. Yeah, I mean, sorry for the rant, but yeah, that's that's about it on Star Ocean. If you like JRPGs, it's probably good. But it's incredibly short and Got the usual tropes and cliches of Japanese anime, which, if you like and you expect that from a JRPG, great. If you want to play Skyrim, then don't play JRPGs. Yeah, play, play Skyrim. <laughs> play Skyrim. Like the remastered version that's out in October, I think it is.
3: Oh, quick question. So, um, how many digits on a Dragonborn's hand? No um, idea. Four fingers and a thumb. Oh, Lol. God.
0: I was halfway there. <laughs> halfway there. There we go.
2: So what else is coming out?
3: Um, Fahrenheit, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty hyped about this. I played it on PC, and I have got. Uh, they're, they're basically remastering a game called Fahrenheit. Um, Indigo Prophecy, which I think was called Fahrenheit in the U.S. And Indigo... No, other way around. Fahrenheit in the U.K. and Indigo Prophecy in the U.S., I think. Yeah. Now it's called the same oh, thing. Right,
2: right. Um, I yeah, played it's... it on PS2, I think.
0: Oh, did it come out on PS2?
2: Or was it Is PS2 all... or PS1? I played One it on Xbox them. 60.
0: It'll be PS2.
2: Yeah, it must have been, but I played it on one of them, and it was absolutely awesome.
0: It's a really good game. It's, it's made by the guys that have um, Heavy Rain and um, Beyond Two Souls, and they're also doing an open game, What's it called? The one with the android.
2: Detroit. Oh, Detroit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That looked very interesting. Mm,
0: Quantic that's... Dreams. Um, yeah. But th- this is one of their early ones, and it's quite an interesting one, to be honest. But that's...
2: It, it wasn't yeah. massively long, but the story and the way it sucked you in was brilliant. I'm sure my,
0: it one, was...
2: my one catch with the game. Or did the was time fly?
0: It's... I don't know. It's probably fifth, twenty hours.
2: Yeah, I think that's it. I'm pretty sure I played it all in one sitting, though.
0: I did that Yeah, I think way. I did the same.
3: Uh, my one catch is that I'm not a big fan of time events. An entire game of quick
2: time <laughs> of events. Quick time
4: <laughs> for me. events
3: is just, like, head-bangingly annoying yeah. for me. Because I'm trying to play a game with a pair of flippers here. You know, it's, it's just not working. It, it seemed luck. to
2: work really well in the concept of the story and stuff, though. It, oh, it, yeah. just, it, it did feel good playing the game. And as I say, one sitting for the original. Uh, gutted it is a PS4 exclusive. I still don't have a PS4.
0: Get on PC, Remastered.
2: Yeah, but I'm terrible with mouse and keyboard.
0: Probably, it probably has controller support. I guess. Ooh, I'm not I might sure. be
2: tempted if it does.
0: Um.
2: So.
1: Yeah, it might do. That's Fahrenheit. Is that's on the 18th of July, isn't it?
0: Yes. It is.
1: So. I'm guessing it's gonna I be. I mean, like I'd... Ten to fifteen quid.
0: Yeah, it's fifteen dollars. I know that, so it should be about ten to fifteen quid, depending on what the hell's happening with the with the market. Uh, UK yeah, product.
1: yeah,
3: it's it, it, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna cost. It's gonna cost more. It's, it's <laughs> definitely gonna be over ten quid. And I, I don't think it's uh, point. Yeah, there's 50, another. 10. There's another number on there. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred
0: fifty quid. No, uh,
3: thankfully not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, I think I'd recommend it if anyone wants to play a kind of older game but it's very story-focused and is really involving. The, the graphics aren't that awful. I mean, they're probably, what, S2, Xbox 360? Yeah. Maybe Xbox 360 level, I don't know. It's...
3: If they've remastered it, they may have done a little they, bit more. They,
2: they might have a bit of a shine and polish, so... Probably I mean, I'd recommend
0: more. it. It's, it's a good game. It's really fun, and it will absorb you for you know sort of 10 15 hours or however long it is it's it's really good i'm going to get it and i'm going to do a let's play of it like really want to play it yeah been years.
1: so uh, the 15th of july going back in time um, um we've got disney art academy on nintendo 3ds and for the xbox 1 it's the mx versus atv supercross encore uh, Xbox One version release. So if you like your motorbike. It looks like motorcycles. It oh, is it's motorcycles. A game. It's uh, oh, swabs. Uh, motocross versus all terrain.
0: Oh, oh yes. ATVs.
1: Yes. That's why it's called MX um, versus you... ATV.
0: That would make
3: sense. Yes. Nice. Can you knock each other off your bikes and quads? Uh, yes,
1: yeah, yeah, it's so like it's... Road Rage. It's not a game I actually play. No, Road Rage, Rash, I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I'm not really into bike racing, to be fair, so.
0: The only thing I'm interested in is Fahrenheit, and that's just a remaster of a really old game, um, which will be great.
3: To be fully honest, there's a reason why we've had a bit of a lag in the games. All of the companies have been waiting to see what we're going to (laughs) do. And that's the only reason why we've had a bit of a lull. Oh, absolutely, because the entire market has been wondering where we're going to go. Um, with regards to the EU. And now that we have a vague idea, or at least some kind of idea, companies are now more likely to start releasing games again. It's just everybody wants to know how much they're going to be pricing their games up over the next two years. And That's really kind of where it comes mm-hmm. down to. So we may have just seen this little lag in service, but I think we're actually going to see a pickup very quickly. Especially what with all the contenders from E3. Yeah. The market still needs yeah. to settle though. It will, yes, but it might settle low, or it might settle lower. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh,
1: The one one game that I'd seen this month that that I was thinking about picking up was Batman Return to Arkham, the remastering of Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. I'm led to believe it may be on the new combat engine as well. Um, I'm going to hazard the guess and say it's probably the same one they used for Arkham Knight. But there's been a delay.
4: No. They have delayed it, unfortunately.
0: Why? When is it going to come out?
1: It was supposed oh, to come July, out the 29th. on the 29th of July. We're uh, I mean, now I'm not sure when it's going to come out. But Games Cynics are wondering if it's all some kind of ploy to sort of let's delay it as long as possible until Batman VR comes out. We'll release them both at the same time. So, yeah, it's a little bit disappointing. But the cheering news is that there's a new uh, Batman Arkham Knight skin, which is a weird costume from some dream that he had. Or some sometime when he got his mind wiped. And that is for people on the Warner Brothers website. The the forums, I think. I mean, you but... can't
0: blame him though, can you? Like, in terms of profit.
3: What, well, putting it off? I don't know. Yeah. It, it's an odd one because they've already got... They've, they've had Arkham Asylum, they've had Arkham uh, City out so very long. Remastering both of those games sounds interesting enough. But then you've got Origins and Arkham Knight. Both games, I actually, I've actually i enjoyed the entire series. So I'm not entirely certain why they're bothering doing it. Because then they can stagger it over a longer period. But maybe, maybe they're trying to compress things down into the quarters because they're worried about something. Well, it's Warner Brothers. Come on, they've just taken a hurt.
0: Well, because... maybe it's actually what you said more about this month. Maybe places want to avoid this month. Yeah. yeah. As well.
1: Oh, the, the other side of it is that if, if they were to release it with Batman VR, everyone's going to be playing Batman VR because it's one they haven't played yet. And by the time they finish that and are ready to play the other two, someone will have released something new. Yeah.
0: But who's actually. Who here can afford a VR headset? Uh,
1: no. 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 I, no, not me I, I, I mean, I'm mean, no still
3: using
2: Batman.
3: both yeah, No matter how much I love Batman, I just don't think uh, a Batman VR title is going to convince me to go out and spend a shed ton of money on a piece of kit that will also yeah. require its own insurance policy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think the thing is with VR, I just don't... I mean, I think it's great, but... It's too much money right now I mean, yeah especially well, with what's just happened You're gonna probably dip back into another recession potentially you know like buying more object for your consoles at this point is a little bit crazy I mean I think they should have a longer you know a, a fairly long life cycle like the p s three and xbox 360 and really kind of milk the consoles really they are doing oh, yes. obviously but
1: the the just for... seem
0: a bit of a rich man's
1: Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. The problem for myself and uh, I can probably imagine Rami as well, and most of us is that, well, especially for me and Rami, for us to set up a VR rig uh, that involves buying a PS Four, the VR gear, PlayStation Plus. Yeah, you're looking at what best part of six hundred quid there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's without
3: the VR kit.
1: No, that, that's no, that, that's, VR, with, that's a the Is
2: that the, with the headset and the so VR kit? Yeah. Well, at least yeah.
3: on the bright side, you know, that's considerably cheaper than the PC gamers are going to be paying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because mean... they could be looking at considerably more, uh, like a hundred to two hundred pounds more than the console players. But yeah. they also need to have a well organised rig for it and a video card that can use it. And yeah.
2: And, and it seems to be mainly the newest video cards that are coming out now that are going to be the ones that are going to support VR.
3: Nvidia basically said GeForce 970, uh, GTX and above will be
2: the basic you need. Yeah,
3: VR compliant, be able to do it. But essentially, after that, you should seriously consider upgrading.
0: But I kind of see, you know, I kind of see it at the moment. Like when I grew up with computers, which was you know probably a bit later than you guys, but I. I grew up with DOS, right?
4: Uh, yeah, I didn't.
0: I didn't have anything before that. But I think VR is in that mode where, at the moment, like people are like playing about with floppy discs and seeing what it does. Uh, yeah. But the actual kind of affordable level gaming that is kind of actually where it becomes mainstream and it becomes a really big thing and everyone only plays VR and that's where all games games are going. That's fifteen years away. It's it's a way away because, you know, I'd essentially like to think the game it's will soon. merge into VR one day, and that will be all it is.
3: I'm kind probably. of hoping it's going to be closer than fifteen years. Yeah, I'm I don't actually want to wait kind that long. of hoping seven <laughs> to ten years. Do you think? Yeah, I actually want to think that in the next seven to ten years, we actually see a very popular, uh, easily purchasable VR kit for home entertainment,
0: and it will oh, probably come packaged with the Oh, go Nintendo on NX, what's going on with that? They haven't released any info on it.
2: Oh. I think that'll Nobody be the knows. nice entry-level VR.
0: Maybe. Might be the cheap, like, kind of cheap option with, like, a very cheap headset that kind of, you know, because it won't have a lot of processing power because it's only going to be kind of these games that aren't really that much graphically better than the Wii U, so... I guess I don't think they're going to be forking out loads of money on amazing graphics. It'll probably still be worse than the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And
4: it's Nintendo. Wise.
0: They might. You never. You never know. They're always looking at the trends, and yeah, yeah they... could be it. Who knows? They they haven't released anything on it. Nothing. Yeah,
2: that certainly be one way to try and trump uh, Sony and Microsoft. Yeah.
3: Talk about the park with the, with the early sales of a cheap VR unit.
4: Yeah, go for it.
0: Imagine it, you know, people would, would absolutely go for it and they'd be able to yeah. sell it on that kind of like, you know, with the Wii, with the controllers and the Wii Fit, they'd be able to sell it with that kind of market in mind, you know, like you can do exercise while immersed in a world and da, da da you know. I no. mean, they could potentially try and hit Not... that kind of family market again.
2: Yeah,
0: I they won't could
3: touch tap it. into that. I'd never touch it. Because I know for a fact that they're going to, you know, the headset, the hand pieces, they're going to look like freaking Mario. It's going to be like little Mario in one hand, little Yoshi in the other, and you've got a head that actually looks like a freaking mushroom.
2: Sorry, Probably the glasses will give you that mushroom head to wear. Think think about it.
0: You've got... They've got the controllers for that shit already. They've got the nunchuck and you know that you can wave yeah. the controller about. You know they've got the physical. They've got the 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 centre. They've got already center. made a lot
2: of progress. So. I
0: mean, it's it could happen. I mean, they went and started a load of money on those odd controller screens for the Wii U. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that's what it is. I think I think I've solved it. I think I've solved the NX problem.
3: I think that's definitely worth going up.
2: Yeah, no, I'm excited yeah. to hear when they do release it, just to see if you were right there. You might have called it there.
0: Hopefully I've called it. We can look back on this a moment ago. go, we called it. Call
2: it that it,
1: that would be good. What's next? Tweets uh,
2: from Sean Murray. Uh, on, from No Man's Sky. Yeah. Lead
3: designer, isn't he? Of, yeah, no he Sky. is.
2: He uh, made a couple of tweets on June the 17th. Um, the first one being, Yay, we finally settled with Sky. They own the word Sky. We can call our game No Man's Sky. (laughs) Three years of secret, stupid, legal nonsense over. So what we may have here...
0: Just a quick point. Sky is a a television broadcasting service that a lot of people use. If anyone's coming from abroad.
2: Yes. uh, They they own the word Sky somehow. Yeah, because, um, it's, uh, because
3: of the titling and the marketing behind it. It's its own brand name. It's like Apple. You can't uh, you can't call another product Apple without getting Apple jumping all over your, sh- uh, all over your face.
2: Yeah, and Sky, they won the case against Microsoft because Microsoft had to change SkyDrive OneDrive, Drive, which was oh. in another follow-up tweet from Sean Murray. So, in fact, they're allowed to call the game No Man's Sky, it's kind of a big deal and that may have been the the real reason behind the delay for the product uh until august 9th i believe
3: imagine the number of games out there that were going to have sky in their title that actually happened to be part of you know the double to triple a title releases you know from any of the larger companies like microsoft or MicroPros or ubisoft or ea now, none of these companies could put Sky in their freaking title without having to go legal like... Well you know battle. what,
0: you know what, the future is bright, the future is certainly not orange um, Sky TV <laughs> Sky TV. 15 years probably won't exist, people just using Netflix, Netflix. TV, whatever the, like...
1: The thing I'm thinking is that, so if you can own a word I why doesn't someone <laughs> why don't we just all go out and like buy up half the dictionary words
4: yeah
0: because we don't have very like, we don't have enough money for amazing lawyers yeah
4: that's yeah, a good point the command, that's that's the it.
0: you're you're right. that can defend it
3: that's like, their brand <laughs> they bought the word of the brand it's like 20th bought, century fox did
1: the same thing i, I could, I could they've understand they've got more it. Of
0: an argument because brand is like in the I, public eye
1: i could yeah, i could understand it better If No Man's Sky had just been called Sky, that would...
0: Yeah, okay, fair
1: enough. There's going to be some confusion there. But No Man's Sky is completely different to Sky. It's got another two words on it. I'm just going
0: to make a very quick quick metaphorical um, example as to why, you know, the harsh reality of existence. I honestly (laughs) didn't think 51.9% of people would vote Brexit. (laughs) No politics. (laughs) Sorry.
3: Burn! But there you go. That is the
4: way it plays. But
2: stuff happens. But it's good to see they are actually allowed to call their game No Man's Sky, and they've not had to change it to just, like, No Man's thing above you. What's it? You know what we mean.
0: You're right, Dad. It's absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? It is.
2: No Man's
3: Space.
4: H- no how, how, how does
1: that work with the movie industry as well? It, did they get really twitchy over
2: uh, Skyfall? Yeah, well, we, we didn't see a Skyfall game, did we? Well, it was it's all one word, point.
3: though. They probably dodged it because Skyfall was just one word, and yeah. Oh,
1: that's not Skyfall. Oh, it's not
2: Sky. It's, Skyfall. Uh, it's okay. Skyfall.
1: Or they probably made a deal with...
4: With,
1: with the,
2: Sky. You can the,
1: have the rights to it
2: first. With Sky. exactly. You, yeah. you get to sell it first on your platform. Probably. Now it's time for Games We're Looking Forward To.
0: If we're going to go into Games We're we'll Looking Forward To, it might be worth mentioning as a segue that we're probably all looking forward to No Man's Sky because yes, that's coming are, out indeed. in August. August the, is
2: it ninth? the 9th? It's the 9th of August.
0: Is that in Europe?
2: Oh, I, haven't, I, we, we, I didn't I double-check whether that was Europe or UK
3: that, <laughs> because that we're two be days a... later. That may be a tangent now as well, because certain UK release dates may also change because of this whole pinnackle.
0: Well I hope it'll become earlier because it was two or three days later in the UK for some reason.
3: And now you say that, but here's the catch. Look at Australia. Australia get the majority of their games way after everybody else's release date, even though, you know including American games, which are only a small stretch of ocean away. <laughs> And for some reason, some games over in Australia end up being released it's, nearly three to six months. It's after
0: the rating system. Like, like, a lot of games get leased before anywhere else in the world in Australia by, like, a, almost a day. But you're right. Some games, like, take six months because they have their own yeah. rating system. That they, like, Australia is really, really hardcore on censoring titles a few titles that never even came out or had to get changed that came out in Australia. I think...
3: Well, take, for instance, the, the fracar that they actually had trying to receive Left 4 Dead 2 and Aliens, that Colonial Marines. Or Sorry, was it Aliens, Colonial Marines or was it Aliens versus Predator? The, the, I don't know, but I remember hearing...
0: One. I remember <laughs> hearing about Fidette. They had to change... Yeah. Did they have to change the blood to green or something stupid? Yes. Uh, well, actually, no,
3: it was. They did that in Carmageddon. It was in Calm it. by Rebellion, because Rebellion
1: actually turned it's around Calm and said something rather good.
2: I, I was going to say,
1: I don't think it was Colonial Marines, because nobody was that impressed with that one.
2: No one played no. that, did they? Plus, I played it,
1: Gearbox. but it was predictable.
2: It was awful.
1: <laughs> it was not
3: what I wanted, and I was look, really yeah. looking forward to something quite special. I love the cameos by Lance Henriksen and Michael Bean, but... And I did like the extension to their story, but the gameplay itself and the way it worked was sloppy, bug-ridden, and just a general fucking fracas. And I think Gearbox, given the wonderful start they had with Borderlands, should be ashamed of themselves for every game they've done since. (laughs) Bar none.
2: Oh, now August 9th in North America and August 10th in Europe. For No Man's yeah, Sky. It
0: says the twelfth of August on the PlayStation site.
3: Ooh, they're messing it up.
0: I don't I, I just don't know. I don't know why in the U- I think it's because it's the UK. For some reason they're releasing it several days later in the UK. Which they've been doing like when when we had the previous release date. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, but I was under the impression that when the date moved back that they'd also then brought the UK in line with the rest of Europe.
1: No, I don't think so. we, we, we shall just have to wait and see on that one.
2: Yeah, that's. So, 10th or 12th?
0: Here we go, 10th of August. This is on the PlayStation blog. The Master Sky will launch in Europe the 10th of August, 12th of August in the UK. Again, I'm annoyed about this. Why?
3: Yeah, there'll be some oh, reasons. Wow. Yeah. There'll be good reasons, yeah.
0: Well, like There'll be, what? There'll be reasons. Servers? I don't know.
2: I wouldn't mind, but Hello Games are just in the UK, aren't they?
0: And also, like, if you look at servers for online games, hate to mention it, but League of Legends, they're based in Germany, the whole of uh, the Western part of Europe. So I don't see why being in the UK would have a different effect on
3: delivery dates.
0: Yeah, I don't because,
3: I don't... Uh, well, keep in mind. It, okay, here, here's the thing: while Hello Games, as you said, may well be, you know, they're the developers and they're based in the UK, but if the publishers are over in the EU. Bing, there you have your problem because it becomes a logistics nightmare, and costs are involved and everything else, and the oversight of the the crazy god of gaming. Also, goddess
1: even in the production of a game, there is a pressing date where they start pressing. Some companies have been known to leave that pressing date right up until the very very last minute, so they can get the bug fixes and beta test notes and changes made from that. So some games run will will be developing right up until the very last minute and then have to hit the press so that it may be like Ferg was saying a delivery thing if they're coming from Europe they're going to get to the shot the shelves in Europe quicker than they are the shelves in the UK because they've got to travel hmm. the channel travel over they've the got channel to get here. then they've got to Usually all
3: of that kind of things is distributed, distributed around. into but... the UK but this yeah. is
0: one of the few games that has this situation isn't it i mean i mean you would know a bit yeah. more about this dad because you get you get games in where you work but Is this a bit of a one-off, or is this a regular occurrence with certain titles? Uh,
1: There are certain titles, um, with Star Wars Lego, that was released uh, on the 28th for most of the consoles, Uh, the Nintendo 3DS, uh, all the Xboxes, well both the Xboxes, both the Playstations, uh, the PS Vita, um, but the Wii U version comes out on the 5th. Hmm. I have no idea why. but I'm I that there's no logic behind is it different,
0: but... isn't it a different i mean it's the same but
1: surely graphically it's it's a different controller system different. i would imagine because you've yeah. got to have the the pull down we need support and... for the... yeah um, is it
3: possible for a pause recording for just a moment please Very sorry about that, gentlemen. That was uh, that was uh, nature calling rather unexpectedly.
1: So next up in games we're looking forward to, uh, XCOM 2 on the Xbox One.
2: Ooh. Yes, can't wait for that because I've always loved the XCOM series of games. played only- XCOM The Unknown and Enemy Within to, to death and was absolutely gutted when they announced XCOM 2 was PC only.
3: Is it? So it was only a matter of time it would get out there.
2: Has it already
1: come out? Yeah, on that's PS4? what PS4. So uh,
0: is it coming out? I don't I, uh, I think oh, it I'm is coming not out on, on PS4 as on... well.
1: Because I think I read somewhere that it was coming out on PS4 and as soon as I saw that I was instantly gutted. Thinking, well, why well, can't I play it? But apparently, yeah, I think it's coming you, out on both.
3: Well, XCOM Enemy Unknown and Enemy Within were both released on Xbox 360. And yeah, suddenly uh, you
1: yeah. did need a better video card. But e- Xbox One, um, uh, sorry, the Xbox One had a recent, uh, I think it was last month's game for gold. It was a freebie. The original uh, the original
4: Unknown. Oh, enemy, enemy.
2: enemy Unknown, yeah, it was. On Actually, 360.
0: Um, it will be released, both of them, on September the 6th. In North America and ninth and Europe. Uh, right. Okay. Right.
1: Excellent. So, yes, it's coming oh, out on so both. Out
2: on... Yes, that's good news. I can't wait to play it. I'm, I'm you, really looking you, forward you to really it as fun.
3: well. I, I've played it because I'm your resident PC gamer here. I <laughs> got it the day it came out. I played it to death over and over again. and I, Everything that you loved from the first XCOM Enemy Unknown from the Firaxis Games Group. It's all there, and even more. The maps are wicked. The armour is beautiful.
0: You also mentioned that we do have a slight plan that we didn't manage to get together this week, but we are hoping...
2: In the near future.
0: Yeah, (laughs) to do a a kind of let's play where Mr. Spindles, uh, the man himself, plays it with uh, characters who are... Us, inverted commas, with our names, and... And
2: we'll all talk about it as it happens, and suggest strategy.
0: No, it's it's don't put me there. I've got the fucking no. decoy! It could be I
2: cool bet I, I die first. So good to <laughs> <you laughs> use me as the
1: bullet sponge. Yep, he's going you the, game, is the scout. It. Of course yeah.
2: he is.
3: It, it's t- it's totally worth figuring out the the beginning of XCOM 2, like XCOM Enemy Unknown, the the odds
1: are stacked against. Maybe we should have a, if, a numbering system. Yeah, well, just be your clear. name and then a number. Yeah.
3: <laughs> which
2: which clone is this now? R- Rami number Step one. Step
3: clone number forty
2: three. <laughs> well, if it's like paranoia, then we get five e. Oh, oh
3: yeah,
2: yeah. We'll we'll work because out some kind of scoring system liars. to see who dies the most. <laughs>
1: Oh, I bet tank. it's me. He's so
2: gonna. <laughs> I will be used as the decoy, the law. You name it.
3: <laughs> How about we actually make a sweep? The winner actually does something on show.
2: Oh, well, that that could be good. Yeah, whoever yeah. dies the least.
3: Yeah, and and we make it the humiliating.
0: We'll create a whole betting. Get them to
3: play Risen
0: and a that. <laughs> and if Sorry. you win, you free well, a copy of oh, XCOM
1: 2. What we can do is we can set up a website with a scoreboard or a lead table of some kind and and what the players or the viewers choose to do with it is entirely up to them.
0: Let's say this is hypothetical because that
1: yes. might involve a lot of work. Yes, and I but can't it's a good do idea. it. <laughs> You'll be able to well, tell from me, the... From... Do it. <laughs> we, we should be able to... That's... Well, I probably could do it, but we'll, we'll see from the... Uh, um from the video, who d- whose clone is on number six and who's yeah,
2: still on
0: number enjoy one. It, you know, maybe exactly.
2: Like, maybe
0: will so, uh, go on for a bit. I mean, it, you know, if, if people get into it and, and there's a bit um, of buzz around it, then we'll, we'll probably keep it going.
3: Out of quick curiosity, out of the five classes that you can play in XCOM, which is your favourite?
4: Oh, well,
0: oh. for survival, I suppose I would want to who can snipe so I don't die? <laughs>
1: and I have <like laughs> to say, I, I'm quite fond of the old snipers as well. Um, but it depends on which XCOM classes you're talking about, though, because if it's the original ones, uh, you can start going into mechs.
3: Uh, yes, I was just going to go with the original five Sniper, Assault, uh, Heavy, and uh... oh, actually, one of them sort of mildly changed for XCOM 2.
2: There's an well, Engineer, isn't there? You
4: have, yeah. you have
0: Sniper, Gunslinger... Uh, you have Psy... Cold Scout Assault and some kind of Psy...
2: Yeah, the Psy
3: operative's back, but you need to unlock
2: it again. Yeah, but you uh, have that on top of one of the original classes, don't you? Uh, anyway... anyway. But anyway, a... that, that's yes. for the future. We're all very excited about XCOM yeah, 2. Think...
0: I think that would oh, be yes. a great game if you, if you want a bit of a strategy game with sort of story that's hard to tell and die and it's like I don't know Game of Thrones. It's great. Let's not oh. actually. I nearly decided to go into Game of Thrones there, but let's avoid that.
2: No, let, let's avoid
1: that. Yes, let's not but spoil it things. Good. It was good. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyone who's yeah. I, I know people who are still on season two and season three, and it's yeah. very oh. difficult because it's got frank. a lot to look forward to. Could you hurry up and catch Imagine up? Imagine if you because had all that
4: to watch.
1: Imagine if you had watched all of that and couldn't say anything about it.
4: Yeah. Yes. Is, is this that, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yes.
3: Sorry, yeah. is this, is this a Game of Thrones? Oh, all right. In that case, I feel as though I'm well in, within my place here as a person that A, hates Game of Thrones books, B, hates Game of Thrones series. <laughs> to drop this walloping spoiler for you right now, all of you, everybody in the world, the White <laughs> Walkers win because all of the characters are douchebags.
0: I'm voting White Walkers for president. No, nothing, John sneer.
2: Right, right. Uh, Steph, what are you looking forward to then?
0: I mean, let's. I won't go into too much detail. We've already talked about Fahrenheit. Can't wait. Excellent game to let's play on. Story based. People like watching it. Hopefully, really fun to play. What I am particularly interested in and. I don't, I'm toying with this idea, and, you know, whether I end up doing it, I don't know. But I've got incredibly hyped after E3. Um, After our last, you know, sort of podcast of talking about E3, and we were kind of like, oh, well, Nintendo only did Zelda, and yeah, but, fake oh, things, Zelda. And Pokemon, and whatever. I've sat and watched through the Zelda stuff.
2: It looks amazing.
0: It looks Fucking epic! Like, it oh my does. god! And I, I've been, you know, it's my birthday and on July the sixteenth, yeah. Send, send oh, me some hint, presents hint. on <laughs> PayPal, boys. Uh, I'll make a little <laughs> list. No, I'm joking. Um, I'm not a kind of Twitch user. Um, but however. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 If people keep on sending donating, us gifts, then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're not no, sending but... them back.
0: <laughs> but i am I am toying with the idea of looking at um whether any fundage I may acquire for my birthday and maybe with an addition of some pay whether I do potentially get a Wii U because the games got be pretty high well i I recommend you
2: do that and move into to... my house for a week and we'll we'll, we'll that's just play it the to
0: today with the Wii U like like I know that the thing with it is, is it's you know it's kind of not that amazing whatever but the thing I like about the Wii U like there's a couple of major things the new Zelda looks absolutely shit hot you've got yeah. the Wind Waker HD version I wasn't the biggest fan of Wind Waker but that's on there I sword which didn't get to be completely through but you can play that backwards compatible on there they've got pretty Much everything on there, and then on top of that, Couch Co op, which we always all talk yeah. about. Like, mm. I mean, Rami lives around the corner, Ferg probably isn't that far away. We could maybe organize a bit of a drinking session and like get out with uh, Wii U and some Drunken Zelda, Drunken oh. Zelda, yeah. now that. Drunken Zelda Dead, for the know, win, and like in, in, in Mr. <laughs> Simon as well. You know, like, there's, there's a lot of like fun potential with that. Kind of console that is lacking yeah. in the consoles, and I am getting sold on it. Zelda really is like it looks seriously good,
2: it looks so good.
0: It apparently the size of it is something like I think they said something around about 140 kilometers. It's, it's wow, it's bigger than Skyrim, long way, really. I think, yeah, I'd miss that
2: in the bridge I'd seen.
0: It's bigger than The Witcher Three, I think. So it really? will be probably oh. the biggest game. Well, okay, is it bigger Do than Wii, you <laughs> Do you? <laughs>
2: to, to Wii EU or not? That's a
0: good question. To we EU or not? But um, no, uh, I mean it looks, it looks seriously good. I mean, I don't know. There's so much good stuff. Uh, there's is honestly so much good stuff coming out. I mean, you have got the new Final Fantasy, which is massive. Absolutely yeah. massive, and Zelda, and you've, you've got a lot of things that could really take up your time coming up in the next sort of three to six months. I mean, actually, the feat gaming at the moment over the next six to eight months is looking seriously good. Like, I've yeah. like had a bit of a drought for the last year, but you know, because there's a lot some of good
4: titles I'm, coming, there's in. a
2: bit of an upturn coming, isn't there? There is, there well, is. You know, I'm kind of looking
3: you'd... for me this month is going to be the start some of the more interesting titles for me um with the uh, i think it's august 28th deus ex mankind divided is coming out and again i'm just going to say it, i'm really looking forward to this one i like the last one i think it's 28th of august uh, not august sorry july it's this it's it? yeah it's, it's either it? 28th of july or 28th of august it's on its way and this is where I'll i'm we'll sort of it's uh, I'm they, they are literally 23rd keeping of August.
0: Sh- ah, 23rd right.
3: of August. Well, maybe, yeah. uh, it might but, be the
0: US. I don't know. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, uh, it does
3: they say
2: are, 23rd August.
3: Again, they've actually pretty much said not t- saying anything about the story. All the videos that you're seeing at the moment of the game they're not giving away any plot spoilers either. All you're going to see is some lush looking weapons, some nice looking scenery, some rather interesting dialogue, and the rest of it's all kind of kept tightly in a nice little box.
0: I mean, it's a but game it... that I would know. I mean, I, I will get and I will probably play it through. And I can't yeah. say that about a lot of games, if no, I'm being I mean... honest. You know, I, I find nowadays I pick up the games and I kind of give them a go. I mean, actually, the Let's Plays have helped me actually complete games. But there's, there's certain games <laughs> that, you know, because I feel I need to in that you know that situation, it really gets me more into it. But there's certain games like Deus Ex where I could see myself sitting down and playing it the whole way through and Final Fantasy and Zelda and whatever, you know. Yeah. They're few and far between.
3: Well, the, the reason why I'm really much looking forward to this X is because Square Enix picked up IDOS Interactive, or what was IDOS Interactive, and uh, well, and what was essentially Ion Storm, and have basically put them together into what is essentially. You know, they've had some very strong releases recently, with the likes of Hitman being an excellent example. Big game, fairly complicated, but once you get into the swing of it, wow, that's a that's a lovely game. They didn't do too badly with Thief. And since then we've just seen an upmark in in their production. And I, I, I really also, can't wait. I mean
0: they're releasing that in August. They're releasing Fantasy fifteen in, in September. And then they've got I think in um October, they've got World of Final Fantasy, which is actually shaping up to actually look quite good. Um, yeah. even though on first glance it looked kinda of crap. So Square Enix seems I've to be been getting busy. their shit together and, I mean, Final Fantasy <laughs> 15 they're gonna have a film out they're gonna, they've they got the anime, which I've been watching some of which actually is quite good, like they seem to seriously be getting their shit together as a company
4: Ooh,
2: okay Excellent It's Games Reviews time
1: Star Wars LEGO Episode 7 came out on the 28th and I've been playing it uh, It's awesome It's probably the best LEGO game I've played if you discount wow. uh, Dimensions, which is a very different style of game. It, as standalone stories go, it's absolutely brilliant. For some strange reason that confused me to start with, uh, it starts on the Battle of Endor, so it's kind of a previously on Star Wars, <laughs> but, but, but it's, it's absolutely brilliant. Right. All the new mechanics they've put in, the, the multi-build puzzles work really, really well. The humour is is there uh, straight away uh, in, in the cutscenes. The hub worlds, there's... A lot of hub worlds. Um, I think there's five or six hub worlds off the top of my head uh, that you've got missions there to, to complete. There's all sorts of little secret hidden things to unlock and find. There are now uh, hidden characters locked in carbonite blocks, which you have to find and then defrost um, oh, wow. to, f- to find okay. more characters. And you've do got... you not
2: know who it is you're finding until you've frosted them?
1: No, no, unless you've got a guide that tells you so and so is at so and so's location. Um, ah but they're they're scattered throughout all the hubs. Wow. Hang on. Julie you should be able to tell if
3: you you open up a carbonite box and it turns out that you've got, I don't know, Jabba the Hutt in there,
1: because that would be a pretty freaking big box. <laughs> it's a standard token that you defrost. Oh it's, they're uh, not, there they're not... Go to scale. No but it's not. I would not Jabba the Hutt as well it'd be, kind
0: of, well, be size down the character. The,
1: Jabba the Hutt, Uh, I'm not overly sure if he's going to be a playable character, I think he might be actually, but there is a Jabba the Hutt character pack, Uh, it's not quite available yet, Uh, but the two that are, you've got a Jedi character pack and the Hoth character pack are both available. Well a
3: Hutt's palace would make perfect sense, you know, bounty hunter pack, every uh, every bounty hunter that's ever walked through Jabba's palace would be...
1: (sighs) Awesome. I think it's mostly things like Gamorrean Guards and uh, some of the Bounty Hunters are in there, I think, off the top of my head. Gamorrean
0: Guard, Jabba the Hutt.
1: Bobba? Three years,
0: Axe maybe Axe Rodians?
4: Eight
0: Princess Leia in the outfit. Woo-hoo! Which one? Uh, the really the Blaine anti-feminist.
3: Slave Leia. Leia would be good. No, oh, I have to admit there is something sort of kinky about the da- bounty hunter layer as well. That weird mask and the voice.
0: Oh, the, okay. yeah, the
4: bothers.
1: Yeah. So yeah, the, there's extra characters available. Um, there are extra story missions as well um, that explain how people got their new ships and uh, certain characters had colour change to their arms. So <laughs> all in all, it's a really, really good game. I've played. I've played through the story, and that's a about 28% of the game roughly so it's it's got a lot of replayability with the wow the hidden areas that you can't get to unless you you're in the free play mode so finding everything is going to take a while but that sounds I'm right. so jealous hell.
2: I'm so jealous cuz I got this game for my kids for them uh, finishing school and until then it has to stay wrapped in the box so Doyce gets himself pretend it's... <laughs> yeah, there you go, kids. <laughs> but soon, I- I'm sure my son will want me to play it all with him, which I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> and-, and then I'll just have to fight my daughter for the controller.
3: <laughs> Good luck with that one.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, she beat me hands down. I once watched her eviscerate a Jedi, and she didn't just, like, kill him. Not one stroke, she literally...
4: Beat him when he was down.
2: It was slow, painful.
3: When, when she did it, was she kind of thing heavily? Kind of like...
2: <sighs> no, she was more laughing maniacally. <laughs> nice. Holy mackerel.
0: I think it's an interesting concept, actually. I mean, you know, you as a parent who've got children that are into computer games, because again, this is something that I don't personally see a lot of because I'm, I'm going to be 29 a few weeks. You know, like, I don't have hits or anything like that, and uh, gaming when I grew up was, was kind of a bit of a niche thing, probably more yeah. so in your time, but it was sort of Very. about getting popular, but it was still, you didn't talk about it, even though all guys played computer games and some girls, like, you didn't talk about it publicly because it was embarrassing, but... What you know? I mean, what is it like for the younger generation? Is it a lot more acceptable? Is it kind of? Oh yeah,
2: the oh. younger generation all play Minecraft or Roblox, and they talk about gaming pretty much all the time. Well, certainly my two do. And they're massively mm. into it, and you know, the people they meet, they they tend to. Immediately have a connection um, through stuff like Minecraft, and also what they tend to do is watch a lot of Let's Plays on YouTube. Yes, yes, yes.
3: does a lot of that. The kids love
2: it. Um, yeah, they love the YouTubers and and certainly a lot of Minecraft. but Nate has now kind of branched out into a lot of other games, so strategy games or anything to do with space. He's all Careful. over it.
3: He's... Careful, like they could Space end up program. in civilization mode. Yeah, at the end stuff of it like is. that.
2: He watches skyline cities. I think it is. He's oh, watched really? a bunch of that. He, he's really into all kinds of let's plays.
0: I mean, there's some games you have, like Kerbal Space Program. Unless you're, I've well, seen I mean, that. Maybe as... I'm just stupid. Yeah. But you, you, you have to watch let's plays to actually work out how to get off the planet. Yeah. Get to, like yeah. It's, they're, it's, they're, it's because
1: it uses realistic physics and yeah. rocket science basically. Uh, if you don't build your spaceship right, you're gonna fail miserably. Um, <laughs>
2: okay. I've seen it's it's fun watching them, them blow up though. I, I've yeah.
1: seen TV reviewers they, they had a challenge where three of the reviewers had to launch a space shuttle to the moon and back. and it, it wasn't pretty. Some of them, I, it some of them bur- I think some of them burnt up on re-entry. Some of, of them blew up on the launch pad. Uh, some of them got to the moon oh, and where? got stranded there.
4: they they hit the
1: moon. They, they, well, yeah, they, they basically crashed on the moon and oh. they, they were still alive, <laughs> but they had
2: no way to get home. Oh, brilliant. <laughs>
0: I suppose we should go on to Technomancer, which me and Verg have definitely discussed a few times, probably in the past. Verg in particular, he's been a big advocate for this game for Years.
3: Yeah. This is one of those games that unfortunately has already received some fairly nasty reviews from the likes of Mm IGN.com. Now, when I saw the review, it was already five hours old. And I hadn't even been able to download it on Steam because it didn't become available to the UK until six o'clock in the afternoon, which uh, if, I, if I'm right, it's around about nine o'clock in the morning in Hawaii. Right. So the sh- when the shops opened in Hawaii, you were able to buy the games. But we won't go into that. But uh, IGN had basically given it about two and a half stars. No, for, yeah,
0: 4.9, I think, it got on IGN.
3: Yeah, they, wow. they they pretty burned it. Now, the way I look at it is there's no possible way that they would have been able to put enough time into that to really get stuck into the game. It took but, me a little while they had the preview to get copy. into the game.
4: Yes, there is but that But I'll tell you what I
0: wonder with IGN, and I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist like everyone else on Reddit, but... Um, I get the impression that Technomancer may not have given them a review copy or they may not have had the best relationship with them. Because if you look oh. at you know, if if you look at IGN, I mean if I look at the reviews Metal Gear Solid 5 got from IGN, where they got taken to a lovely little place and they got to play with the developers. Wined and the developers dined. Were, they got wined yeah. and dined and the developers were over their shoulder asking them if they're having a good time for a whole week. That was a real you know, privileged experience for those journalists. And it, it, it makes me wonder with IGN. I mean, the whole thing with Mass Effect 3 where you have... Whatever she's called, Chobot woman, who's attractive and whatever that people love her because she's attractive. I don't. Whatever know. her name
3: is, but look at those yeah, games.
0: Ex- exactly. I mean, she's just basically used. A, 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 you know, it's sad. I don't. I don't want to, you know, insult her or her credibility, but. You know, they plonked her into Mass Effect 3 as a journalist in that, and she's up with the odd line, and you can talk to her. But there is a question about, you know, what is fair journalism? And plonking an IGN journalist in a computer game. In the middle of your game. Who's an NPC that you can talk throughout the whole game.
2: How many review points is that worth? (laughs) Kind of muddies the waters a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe I shouldn't go in this far with it, but, you know, I mean, it is
2: it's a, <laughs> it a question it's I a question would that's been the already
3: answer. been asked this is yeah, the whole I mean, thing that we had with Hashtag Gamergate thank yes. you bloody Adam Baldwin for that one thanks appreciated for that uh, <laughs> love you dude <laughs> but damn it. <laughs> uh, also the I mean,
0: context is, is is the technical answer is it's, a, it's from an indie developer that are trying to get bigger you know and it's not a bad game and I think one thing to look well the Witcher 1 in my opinion was a god-awful game with awful combat m- mechanics not good at all ran really badly on most computers however that series is seen as amazing and these guys came from a ground of not being you know, being new to the gaming industry and they developed and they got better and The Witch 2 was a really big hit and then they got bigger and bigger and they're now really successful I don't feel that Spiders, the developer Technomance, have really got a fair reception from no, the general media as a... I, yeah. I think
3: I, I think I'm standing right there with you on this as I've, I'm i now at least a few hours through the ice I actually trolled through the game yesterday I didn't finish it by a long stretch, but I've managed to get a good idea of where the story's going and the most important thing any new player to technomancer needs to get the head round fast as you like is the combat system this isn't a hack and slash if you're expecting to go in there and vermin tide your way through it forget (laughs) it it doesn't work like that it's it's less of an actual hack and slash mechanic and more of a dueling mechanic so when you have multiple targets coming at you you might want to seriously consider dodging because your armor is only going to provide you with a very small amount of Protection. It, it, the, the whole game surrounds the idea of weight of the item in your hands is actually slowing you down. So guardians take a longer time to pull, like pull in a swing or do all the rest of it. The, the you know, but they have the ability to block and actually dance backwards. They get to tank it, while the warriors, where they're starves, are they have very little in the way of defensive mechanism other than the, other than their ability to dodge really quite well. But after that, any, anybody with a gun and has, uh, a, 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 and has the urge to shoot them, there is absolutely nothing they can do other than a well-timed dodge. Same with the sword and gun. Um, so actually, I want to really explain that essentially that there are four combat mechanics in the game. You have the guardian, sword, uh, sorry, shield and mace. You've got the rogue, which is the sword and gun, well, knife and gun, more or less. You've got the warrior, which is just a bow staff and a lot of jumping around like crazy chicken. And the technomancer, the real highlight of the game, which is your powers, which can be used with all of the other abilities. You can charge right. weapons, you can chuck lightning bolts around, you can do all of that. And you can interrupt each of the other characters' movements with them. Now, this isn't a turn-based game. It's all done in real time. So don't take your eyes off the screen when you enter combat. Because all it takes is for one guy to jump in behind you and just brain you. And that's it. You've lost three quarters of your health and you thought, oh, my God, I thought I was wearing good armor. You were. You just got sloppy.
0: <laughs> I mean, I agree with you about the combat. It's quite difficult. And I think what would be interesting as well is how do you feel about the game as a whole? How do you feel about the story, voice acting, the music, that kind of the- thing? I mean, do you... What do you think about the story? Because I've only played about an hour and a half of it, and I've enjoyed it so far, but there's a lot to come. I'm kind of a bit up in the air with it at the moment.
3: The story itself is evolving at a very nice, relatively swift pace. You'll spend the first, the prologue, kind of jumping around, doing stuff, learning your skills, things like that. Go out, fight the boss, come back, and you enter Act 1, so to speak. And the first act, you'll spend a fair bit of time getting to know your very first city. And there's and this is think of this being a little bit along the lines of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic crossed with Mass Effect 2, where you're running around, you can see things, you can enter combat mode as and when you want. You bump into street criminals, you can get stuck into them right away. But the story itself is progressive, it covers various different angles from the point of the view of. An overzealous military group, surprise uh, the technomancers themselves and the local police force sort of thing they they're sort of of sort of immediate group, and the story very quickly blossoms from there as you discover traitors in your own midst there's the the, the actions of the technomancers as opposed to the ASC which is the military nut jobs. Um, but from there, music is really not that impressive. Uh, you'll probably yeah. only get music as background noise as you're walking through marketplaces, and it won't really catch your eye. It certainly didn't catch mine, and I was quite happy to turn the music off for the most part. Um,
0: There's been a big question about voice acting as well. Like A lot of media outlets have commented that the voice acting is hit and miss, the main characters not that great half the time. I haven't personally noticed it, or seen it as an issue, but I haven't played it long enough, so what?
3: I, I actually found that it was actually very much like a TV series. At the beginning of the game, uh, it's like with any actor getting into an initial role, they're kind of like still trying to feel their character, they're trying to find the dialogue that works for it, trying to find okay. the right voice, and transport those lines to the, to the audience in a way that the director's looking for. But I found that very quickly into the first act, all of the voice actors got into the swing of it, especially the incidental characters. In fact, I have absolutely no problem with the written dialogue. I thought it was very well written. I like the way the characters are interacted. Um, And while the main character seems a little bit bland, but then again, you are supposed to be sort of transporting yourself into this character. You are building him. He is a completely... You know, upgradable character through and through, along with your companions. But as he gets further through the role, and he gets as he gets to speak more lines, you start to realise that the voice actor's going, Ah, no, I get where I'm going with this. So, I, I I don't understand what the issue with it is. As far as I'm concerned, it's it's streets, if not freaking cities, ahead of the likes of Call of Bloody Duty, where voice acting is oh, any old sod can come in and do it. Or EA's definition of voice acting, which is we have no idea who a decent voice actor is, so we'll just get this 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 random actor in. Who's cool these days? I hear the Fast I, mean, I think, crew are yeah, I mean, available.
0: I think, I think I think what I found funny about the IGN review was they basically said the game was too hard.
3: Now <laughs> was, I can appreciate it was, it was
0: that. What I got from it.
3: I drop the difficulty down. Totally admit to dropping it down from normal easy. to easy. It's, it's yeah. a hard
0: game. It really is. It is.
3: <laughs> but then again, this is another thing that gamers will understand, and the likes of IGN won't. Gamers like a freaking challenge. Gamers- this is like yeah.
0: 19... Well, late 1990s, early 2000s challenge. It's not a piece
2: yeah. of it, It's not hand-holding you through the game, then.
3: No, but you still always have the opportunity um, to save at any time, pretty yeah.
4: much. Yeah.
1: Take
3: so break. if you've just finished a hard fight, save, move on. Get it if saved. You've got, if you don't save, you've only got yourself to worry about, and there are lots of auto-saves. So
1: what are they complaining about? Is uh, it because they weren't
3: good enough to play the game?
1: It's, it's instant all <laughs> the answers. Yeah, basically. They yeah. It yeah. straight away. They, want they don't want the challenge. Now. They don't want to work their way through it and, and play... <laughs> The game you know it's, it's some storylines take a while to it to explore and it's, expand you can't just throw it all straight at people straight away otherwise they'll just be bored of it very quickly and it adds long, longevity to the game as well
3: yeah and i i get the sneaking uh, that i've got a lot more hours into this game because i'm i'm one of those horrible ocd kind of players that's hunting for all the loot and it doesn't help when the loot spawns on occasion <laughs>
0: Right, I think mm. we've given Technomata the Technomata a really good a fairy dissection in. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, are you doing a review on it or something as well?
3: I'm hoping to. More information as I actually get some decent cuts from it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that that might be coming up at some point. So, Rami's been doing some things.
2: Yeah, I, I was a bit busy last week. I got a, an advanced copy of The Incredible adventures of van helsing 2 to have a look at and and play through and if you've played the first one then van helsing 2 sort of really increases on that more on my thoughts though it's uh, an action role-playing game so in the vein of diablo 3 torchlight 2 that type of thing Um, well you've sold it to me and, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and the, one of the best things about it is the, the comedy and the, the pop culture references. Uh, one of the, the missions I did was saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so, and yeah, it, there's a, a lot of comedy that doesn't take away from the, the world it's set and in and the situation. It's sort of a a Victoriana kind of thick steampunk feel to it. So, Ooh. yeah, it's... Lovely game to play and a lot of fun. I've been having a great time with it, so yeah, what take it on. It's just come out the Xbox One on as of the 1st of July. It has been out on PC, available on Steam for some time, I believe, quite yeah. a while. Okay, um, but Van, the adventures of Van Helsing One was actually one of the free games on Xbox One. Back All in right, December,
1: sneaking suspicion that might be on my hard drive. Then
2: I'm sure it will. It's certainly <laughs> worth a playthrough, and certainly before playing Van Helsing 2, if you can yes. find the time, finish Van Helsing 1 because the story literally kicks off from the very end of Van Helsing 1, and it, it gives you a couple of options for character. You can either start out at level one, or you can create an elite, uh, a veteran character. At level 30 and certainly jumping in at the level 30 character if you've not got your save from van helsing one to import is a lot more fun because you've got so many more toys to to play with but It also gives you three character classes. There's the Hunter class, which is sort of a gun and sword. There's the Formaturge, which is a slinger. And there's the Arcane mechanic that uses all kinds of technology and magic. And that's the one I've been running through on because it got to play with a big flamethrower. And as I say, jumping in at level 30, a lot more fun and and a bit more easier to get into the game.
3: Is it a multiplayer game?
2: Uh, I believe it is multiplayer, um, but not couch co-op which is disappointing because right. I, I like playing the, the action RPGs couch co-op. I, I, I'm, I'm a big advocate for couch co-op, love that, and there just isn't enough of it, but you can hook up with friends online. I also had a first look at Book which is currently in pre-alpha and the the build is very, very pre-alpha. There were a few bugs <laughs> and issues with it. Um, it's on Kickstarter at the moment and I believe when this podcast comes out there should be about 16 days left to go for that. Um, I didn't get very far into this which was really disappointing and... I'm putting that down to some problems with the build, but mainly probably my keyboard skills, because <laughs> I'm so rusty. I'm so used to a controller that now my abilities with a keyboard are like luster at best and absolutely atrocious, <laughs> if we're being perfectly honest. So I, I couldn't even beat the first level. Again, that looks like it will be interesting. It's kind of a an action platformer. Brawler, but it's still very early days. But one to watch definitely for his book. Uh, but if you want to read my, my full thoughts on either of those, you can go along to the wonky spanner and they're up there on the site now. Should we move on to uh, let's plays? Yep, yeah, that I mean, people just, have been doing.
0: Just a bit of a brief one. I mean, I've we've only got things done, but I don't know if anyone else has been doing anything. Um I mean, Spindles will be doing his um, his episode four of his Walking Dead let's plays come out, um, and that's on the YouTube channel. So you go check that out. Um, he's yeah, he's I think he's got one more episode to go. Uh, so it'd be a good time to pick it up actually, because you can start you know. It's, what, yeah, if you've not seen it, it yet, you can
2: watch it all free from the start if you're having to play it yourself.
4: Yeah, and
3: I've. And if... Also mentioned a Walking Dead season three with Clem. That's been released. Really, uh, they've, they've brought oh, that up, haven't oh. they? Yeah, it's on its way. New world. Oh. No, I mean, Clem about a year releasing old. releasing
0: all sorts of <laughs> Walking Dead episodes over the next sort of, few months. I mean, there's quite a lot to cover. Yeah, really.
2: Yeah. There's what, the 100 days or 300 days, something like that? <laughs> so, yeah, there's season there's... two.
0: Then the season two, and then there's the myth,
2: Mi- entire, well, her, a separate campaign for her. So, uh,
0: Michonne's,
3: uh, yeah, season, yes, there's, there's quite a lot, really.
0: Um, I don't want to speak for Simon, but I think he, he may well be running through The Walking Dead the whole way through. I don't know if he is or not, but I think he probably will be because he seems quite keen on those. So, that's that. I mean, I'm doing you. Got some Life is Strange, uh, I've been doing for the last few weeks, there's the fourth episode, it has come out, the fifth one probably next week. Um,
2: is the fifth one the last episode then, Steph? It Life is. is, I strange.
0: Mean, the, this is my first Let's Play, so the episodes are... Be gentle. A, be gentle, <laughs> and the episodes <laughs> are like two hours long, and it's too long for a Let's Play. So in future, from now on, most Let's Plays... I mean I'm doing Firewatch probably next I think that's coming out next I'm not sure but I've got loads that are coming out in the process of so Firewatch might be like next they're quite long as well but after that it should be max about an hour half an hour because I don't I feel like 2 hours is is a lot to ask for someone to sit and watch I don't think people want to want to sit there for that long I mean I might be interesting but I'm not that interesting yeah. But um, um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of other stuff coming out that I'm looking at. I mean, there's Until Dawn that I'm, look- you know, will come out at some point. Oxen Free, which is a great game, I'd recommend anyone to try that out. It's an indie game that's, I think it's come out on PC, PlayStation Four, and probably Xbox as well. It's kind of a point-and-click adventure game. Ooh. Brilliant game, so, absolutely brilliant. So,
1: uh, people can find the Let's Plays on YouTube. It's is it the, not the Wonky
2: Spanner channel?
0: It is. I mean, if if you go on, I mean, to to be honest, the easiest way to find it is just type Wonky Spanner into YouTube and it will be the first thing that comes up. And that's the channel, and everything's there. There's there's all sorts of stuff. I mean, there's the gaming stuff that we've done, and Simon's done. There's a lot of coverage at the moment about um, Comic Con. Uh, in fact, me and Rami will be doing that. We'll talk about that a bit later. There's the Nerd Versus World podcast. There's, there's all sorts of stuff all things going nerdy. On. Yes. Yeah. Oh
4: yeah.
2: Go fill your boot.
0: <laughs> yeah. If if you're bored, loads of stuff to listen to, watch, whatever. And there's also... stuff. Also Aaron. on the
3: wonkyspanner.com, go to the bottom of the page with your nerdy questions for a nerdication. Exactly, everyone is a If yeah. you have any thoughts about something, sh- pass it by Spindles, Brendan, and the rest because they can answer it. If you have, especially a question, if they, you're ha- having an argument
1: about it. a particular sci-fi, <laughs> they'll, they'll yeah. weigh in. They'll
3: who'll, win, who'll win? Who will fight, Doctor Doom or Doctor Octopus? They can answer that question for
0: you. <laughs> oh, and brief uh, we are on iTunes. Oh, yes. So check that out. You'll, all you have to do is search Wonky Gamer, and we will be there. So it's, that's that simple it out today. That's, that's how you find us. You just type in our name, and you can find us. So it's, it's nice and straightforward. You can subscribe to it. You can get them downloading automatically. If you're into it, you know, into the the cast and stuff, so you don't have to worry about, you know, downloading Ever missing day an episode? Or
3: it. However, ha ha ha, using iTunes. <laughs> what?
0: What's what's so wrong with that? Is there a, something something wrong with I, iTunes? I'm not even gonna get even get me. Started. No, <laughs> well, no. Let's we're not.
3: moving
1: on. Let's, let's move on. Let's move along. Games coming. This iTunes month is on. great,
0: guys. Ignore <laughs> It's great. iPhones are awesome. Don't buy those Androids. Other
1: podcast suppliers <laughs> are available.
2: coming this month on xbox live and playstation plus free games hooray
1: Yes! Uh, on the Xbox right. 1 is Banner Saga 2. Yeah. Uh 1st of July uh to the 31st Three to of the 31st. Uh
2: Tumblestone
1: uh is July 16th to 16th of August.
0: So what do you guys think about? I mean Bansaga 2 I would personally think that's a really cool option. That's a cool game.
2: That is um, I've started things. trying to give it a play. Oh. Um it seems very difficult and again like Van Helsing 2. <laughs> It seems to continue right on from wherever the Banner Saga left off. So again, playing the first one seems to be the way to go.
3: Very narrative-driven, turn-based strategy game set in a sort of Nordic alternate history where giants are quite prolific. (laughs) And Yeah, you basically select very specific characters from the storyline uh, in case, in some cases, the narrative will make you choose between two characters for whatever reason. And after you've made that decision, that character will very likely not turn up again in your story. So each playthrough has a different way to go.
2: It's the replayability a... then?
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, looks the first one. Artically beautiful.
0: It looks um, hand-drawn, isn't it? Yeah, there's it a,
3: it a particular art style. Uh, well, uh, I don't know anything about Tumbles.
2: No, neither do I. It's I a believe sh- it's uh, a puzzle game. Right. Okay. Uh, I think it's from an indie developer. I'm not 100% sure myself. I'll have to take a look at I'll that. We'll let you know more after July the 16th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so What's
1: for my the birthday? for the Xbox, he's going to keep reminding us uh, no for the Xbox. www.
0: Dot. No joke. Give me all
1: your money. Dot com. Xbox 360. Uh, the free titles this month are Rainbow Six Vegas Two. is the first of July uh, to the fifteenth. Tron, e- Tron Evolution is July sixteenth to July thirty first. So that's that's your Excellent. Xbox titles. I've played uh, Tron. I th- quite enjoyed that. There's a lot of free running in that one. I um, did as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm a big fan of Tron, so can't yeah, wait so for you... the sixteenth. I didn't Last pick it up when about it came that. out.
0: Is um, you guys with your Xbox Ones? Can you? Download the Xbox 360 games and be them backwards compatible on your... Yes,
2: that's Cat. part of the rules for getting wow, amazing. an Xbox One. Effectively, an Xbox One. Coming out as part of Games with Gold, it has to be backwards compatible. Really? And that's, that's generally
0: cool.
2: when they announce, oh, this is coming backwards compatible because we're giving it away free for the month. Yeah.
1: I so didn't if,
0: know that. That's yeah, really
2: cool. it's awesome. effectively and once you've downloaded
1: an, it, an Xbox One owner effectively gets four get four free games a month. Yeah, that, as long as they've got games with is, gold.
0: That is a definite plus for Xbox because PlayStation is is pretty minimised. You have to own the different consoles for for everything.
3: Speaking uh, of PlayStation, what have we got coming out there then?
0: Well. There's Fury, which is kind of, I think it's an indie based game, I've watched a few videos on it, I don't know enough about it really, but it looks like the plot is you're escaping some kind of prison, you have a sword and a shield and you can, it's, it's kind of like a very, it looks like a lot of boss boss to be honest, maybe I haven't looked oh. into it enough, but from what I've seen it looks like you have to jump over telegraphed moves from an enemy and to defeat bosses and it's almost like a fighter game almost. has kind of a a bit more complexity and a lot of it's based on reactions and that kind of thing. There's some quite positive kind of coverage of it. I mean it is a new game. It hasn't, I don't think it's officially come out yet. some reason it's been given out free as a PlayStation Plus but it's got some nice media coverage of it so far. I don't know why. Both statement, as it were. Yeah, I mean Maybe it's a great game, maybe can't help being slightly cynical about the fact that a game that's never come out is getting so much positive coverage. But I am a cynical
4: <laughs> vigilant, <laughs> You're so a cynical gamer too. I
0: mean, it looks it looks good. The art style is very unique. It's kind of that indie game style of kind of being very visually striking and different and kind of almost like the Wind Waker, uh, Zelda Wind Waker in terms of being kind of self-shaded and ah. that kind of thought well. of.
2: See, I quite like the cell shaded art style. So
0: it looks interesting. It looks it's something I would I will give a go when it, it appears on July the fifth. What's mean, next then? Saints Row got out of hell.
1: Standalone expansion for Saints Row Four. Wow, yeah. that's taken sweet coming out for the PS4, hasn't it? No, it's it's because it's free. It's been oh, out for a while. Be it's been out for All quite right. a considerable time. I mean, I think it's is it Saints
0: Row Four. It's, it is. It it's hasn't Saints Row. One is there?
1: It's Saints Row Four and a Half, basically.
0: Oh I right. mean, for, for me personally, I've played Saints Row games. They didn't sell it that much to me, but the fact that they're kind of their big title because it's the, the these are two games on the PlayStation Four, so their big-ish title is a standalone expansion. Right. Yeah. Not personally, it's not.
2: Not good enough, maybe.
0: Well. I mean, you do get some good stuff. You'd hope for more. Class, it's, I, I mean, this month personally, I'm not particularly hyped about the freebies coming out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, that's that's the way it is. But
3: I'd probably be more interested in Saints Row than say something like GTA simply because I much prefer Saints Row Irreverence towards it all, while oh, GTA really? appears to be <laughs> just one long stinking tutorial. Oh, um,
0: I like GTA.
3: Uh, yeah. GTA 5
2: was good. I know really GTA is. 5. Yeah, ha. San Andreas okay. was good.
3: What else have we got on the PlayStation Plus?
2: Then
0: we got
2: uh, PS3. Yeah, PS3 is all of Juarez bound in blood. Also Fat Princess.
0: I've played Fat Princess. What's it like? Like a, It's a fun game. Like You, up, you play online. Uh, I think it's about Protect your fat princess? Or you have to get <laughs> food to feed her or something? It's a bit weird. Oh know. my word. It's a bit odd, but it's it's an evil set kinda of game. It's a bit odd. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't fucking know, I can't remember. Sorry, I'm I'm probably <laughs> it was resisting,
4: weird, it was just resisting a bit weird. Urge
3: to make a lot of benefit street jokes, but that's about it. <laughs>
0: Moving on. Okay, Moving we've on. I've already made a mistake Moving on the on. Brexit conversation already and have been too honest about my opinion on it. Like, also, <laughs> this... uh, Brexit trends. Um,
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Brexit trends. <laughs> Call of uh, Juarez. Has anyone played that game? Anyone has any idea of what this is about?
2: No.
1: I've missed them all. Gunslingers? Thinking.
0: Western? Yeah.
1: It's a Western. I think it's supposed to be a bit sort of Grand Theft horsey, uh, Red Dead
0: Redemption E. Why oh, is it?
4: Ooh,
2: that might be alright then, because I love Red Dead Redemption. Sad
0: so. fact to the podcast day I don't think these games are backwards compatible with PlayStation 4. so...
1: No, if you haven't oh. got PS3, you're yeah. probably not going to be able to play them. You may be able to get them through backwards. PlayStation Now.
2: That's, that's the one. PlayStation where Now. Where they hide most of their backwards compatibles. So yeah. It's a rental system.
0: I'll be honest about PlayStation now. I think it's not really that good. I think they could get a much better catalogue of games on there, but that's just my opinion.
1: What,
4: uh, does it? Ail- there will be
1: there will be technical issues with that because of different differing technologies between PS3 and PS4.
0: Well, essentially though, it's just a streaming service. It isn't actually um, yeah making games backwards compatible. It's it's on a server. The games are loaded on, and you. stream... Stream, Access you go, you input your Yeah, like you just stream the video from the game as you input the controls, and it gets uploaded. So it's their answer to backwards compatibility in a sense, but you have to pay monthly for it. Um
4: oh. Yeah,
0: uh, it's not much, but I mean, it's it, there aren't for me personally. There aren't the kind of games that I would do that for. I mean, if they pulled out, I don't know, Final Fantasy or some great three games like Metal Gear Four or that yeah. kind of stuff. You know, stuff people actually.
2: Really, really want to to invest
0: in? Yeah, like they could have a real winner on their hands with that, but they they just seem to be getting very kind of, in my opinion, low budget games. Really
1: saving
3: the cop, as it were. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah.
0: PS One and PS Two games, which great, but it's some kind of,
1: there'll be some sort of technical reason for it, I'm sure. Probably, yeah. yeah. Moving on, OriShika Tainted Bloodlines for the PS Vita. No idea, Vita, so and I, also, also sure. Prince
2: of Persia Revelation the PS Vita. But I mind. enjoyed
1: lots of the other Prince of Persia, Persia's the ones that were yeah, on, uh, yeah. The, available on Xbox.
0: I mean, OriShika's got seventy-eight percent of. On Metacritic, it's purged what 65. So I mean, yeah. it's difficult. It's difficult for us to comment on PS Vita because I don't think any of us have it. I have. I, I do have a PSP, but
2: I do have a PS Vita. Oh right. Um, but I often find problems with actually even finding the PlayStation Plus titles on it. They're often not what's quoted. It seems to be, or they they just appear for for weeks and i just don't understand what's going on it just doesn't seem to update i don't know whether that's a, an issue with my psv or what it is but it's certainly not straightforward like it is with the ps3 or with the playstation 4.
0: i, mean, my one honest, big... I think hands down xx won this round
2: yeah right. i i i agree there I've... my, oh, my, back, my back biggest comparison.
1: That... That... yeah yeah. yeah,
3: and on that, Prince of Persia, it's just my opinion, but Sands of Time, Warrior Within, and Two Thrones were, as far as I'm concerned, the essential Prince of Persia experience. If if you've played those, you'll always be disappointed by every game that's come <laughs> since. And and that, that, for me, is a heartbreaking thing, because the Prince of Persia games, for me, those first three were absolutely delicious. Yeah. And... I would really like someone to come out with a Prince of Persia game that's a little bit more up-to-date, that ignores the movie entirely, and some of the other (laughs) stuff that they've thrown in there, and, you know, actually give us a prince again that, you know, to to fill that void. That the people
2: can get behind and truly believe in. All
0: Ferg wants is a prince. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (sighs) Please apply to the wonky game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: monkeyspanner.com.
3: I, I, I keep on getting general, generals from the Congo and uh, I'm looking for a prince. Come on, guys. You've
0: got a Facebook account, Ferg. Should we let everyone know? Or? No. <laughs>
4: no.
2: <laughs> now it's time for all the very latest info about events to do with games and stuff.
0: Okay, so me and Rami are going to Manchester Comic Con on the 30th to the 31st of July. Woo-hoo! If anyone happens to be there, and you see uh, I don't know how to describe us, really. We're going to have press passes. Rami's got, like, a beard. A, a huge beard at the moment. A huge beard. Um,
2: um, there I... is a picture of me on the wonky wearing Jedi robes. So. Oh, nice. You can. I'll look similar to that. but.
3: Will he turn up at the convention those on instead
2: um i'm considering it cosplay <laughs> do it i know got to love it but yeah somehow, somehow they will be make there? themselves known
0: what else is going on i mean i've had a look at the website there isn't
2: at I mean, the moment, there's... it's still early days. They've not really released going be I much don't even that's know gonna if be there's there. going
0: to be... I mean, last, I did go last year, and there, w- there was a lot of League of Legends cosplay. I, I mean, <laughs> maybe I missed something, but I didn't see a single computer game booth, so we may well, on, well be covering...
2: On the website, it's it a... does say, Play God Eater 2 at the Bandai yeah. Namco booth... Which is booth but 1611. Where? Is
0: that Manchester? Is that Manchester Comic Con? Or is that actually. <laughs> I hope London? so. Because. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm being honest. Because last year I got kind of hyped for games that were going to be there and there was nothing. So I don't know if we're going to come back with anything on games. I mean, we'll probably have a lot of stuff. We'll let you know YouTube. if we find anything. We'll nothing.
3: go sooner to the date, really, won't we? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, we. I mean, we'll definitely have some coverage of, like, especially television. I mean, there's Davidson from, the, I think he was the, what, the fifth Doctor? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Luke Pasquinalis, who is, he was in Battles, uh, Battlestar Blood and Chrome. He was uh, the young uh, William Amadala. Uh, ah. Adana, oh. even. Um, oh, is I've not, not watched Watch Blood and, Blood and, and Chrome, and Chrome yet. yet. Yes, he's
3: in the, the Musketeers mus- series that's just included, yes.
0: And do watch Chrome, because it is shit hot, and I watched it and was really sad that they didn't then make an actual series of it, because it was oh, really Oh, right, it was that
3: yeah, good. it was supposed to be the prelude to it all, wasn't it?
0: And it
4: was really good. Was I'm good.
2: really bad when it comes to people's stuff like that. It's like, oh, but you're not carrying on the actual story. It's just what happened before, and I know where they all end up, so... Hello, Battlestar Light. It's not all right, really... no one... No one what actually you followed
3: Battlestar it. Galactica after the first miserable season. Rubbish! And... You're oh, quiet. The original You're like Battlestar Galactica was with... my favourite series ever. I did watch it to the it's
2: end. Brilliant! I watched it the to the end. The original
3: one or the new one? The, the new, new one. one. Both. The new one. Oh, that was Both. even worse. The new one oh. was. Oh, oh, oh quiet,
2: Ferg. <laughs> Horrible. Ferg. We're going We're gonna. Don't listen it. to Ferg, everyone.
3: <laughs> I liked Starbuck. Oh, I think we can all agree on that. Oh, Dear.
0: yeah. Oh, um, also, Warwick Davis. Yeah. Original Ewok's going to be there. He's in Harry Potter. He's. I think he was the main actor in Willow, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. he was the
1: main character he in
0: Willow. He was also the evil leprechaun. Oh, absolutely. I was just God. about to bring up the um,
1: leprechaun movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was good. he
0: in Star Wars: The Force Awakens? I think it says that he was. Yes, and I think was, he was. He's an absolute hero. I mean, if yeah. from a very young age, he's been involved in Star Wars. He's going to be there, so we will get a kind of a video of his panel and him talking, because it will be really interesting. He'll be he's... good.
3: I've got a question for you. If you do see him, is it all right to toss the Nelwyn? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> is it
0: all right Nelwyn? to toss Nelwyn?
2: Because you're not allowed <laughs> yeah. to toss Wars Is that. Well, it? yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right oh my
0: god we're going to get beaten just up by up. Warwick Davis <laughs> yes oh, you've got to record that
1: <laughs> and here's Absolutely the footage right. of Rami getting beaten up by Warwick Davis
2: <laughs> so uh, hello my name's Rami from the, the wonky spanner I, I just wanted to know whether it's okay mm-hmm. to the nail win. oh he, he's coming over to answer in person ow oh, the pain <laughs> oh god make him
0: stop
3: 3.5 million views later <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, I mean, that's Comic-Con. I mean, that, I we I don't know what we're going to come back with, to be honest. Um, Hopefully a lot, but whether it's games Fingers
2: crossed stuff. there will be some games there. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, the Attack on Titan will be there, because it was in London, and I really want to see Attack yeah, on Titan. Yeah, I would
0: like to see that. It was August, the big news isn't it? last year, actually. Um, yeah,
3: that, that's August. Yeah. So you may be lucky.
0: Maybe.
2: Fingers crossed.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I think... I, I'm guessing that's everything. Is there
3: anything else yeah. anyone wants to pour? I a think week? that wraps it up. Uh, actually, the one thing I was going to just quickly throw out there for all those Steam players out there, keep an eye on the indie titles. I know it's been a little quiet recently, but there's some little gold nuggets sneaking around out there, and they're turning up a bit. I, I, I just want to bring people's attention to one small little indie game called Pamela. P.A.M.E.L.A. Oh. So yeah, just Pamela with a lot of dots in it, and uh, yes, uh, it, it struck me as being a sci-fi horror thing. Uh, it's NVYVE Studios, and that yes, they would. Uh, it reminded me of Dead Space One meeting System Shock.
4: Ooh,
3: yeah, oh, wow. and this is indie developer that's not really kind of making it big So Just, just thought I'd throw that one in there. Check it, was it out.
0: It's made in Unity actually as well, isn't it?
3: Possibly um, yes. So. P A yes. M
0: M E L A.
3: With dots between each letter,
0: yes. Yeah, it was made. In BBC. It looks really, really nice. Actually, I'm just watching a trailer as we mm. speak. Be warned. Looks interesting.
4: Right. Well. well to keep yeah. it on, then. Yes. Okay. Any last comments. Yeah.
1: Nope. I think. That's... I'm um... still beautiful.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just going to avoid saying anything about the EU. But, um... <laughs>
1: Careful his Brexit, t- well done. That's that's
0: all I'm gonna say, Jeremy Quinn. <laughs> right. And then I'm gonna leave. Bye. His Brexit is t- t- firing up again. <laughs>
2: by <laughs> by a We EU, so we can be older.
0: Yes, I've wanted someone to peer pressure me into it. Thank you. Oh, you I'm brilliant at peer pressure. That that if you
2: need peer pressure, I've got peer pressure. This family me
0: messages now. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll not get a one.
2: problem. Actually, you're actually giving me permission to use peer pressure on
0: you? I really need some peer pressure wow. so I can justify right. it to myself. That's amazing. You... <laughs> on, get back and on that. Get note. back on the terraria.
1: <laughs> I think that's it from us. Thank you for listening, Thank though. You.
4: Goodbye.
0: Thank you. Be Take care. Take care to
4: each other. Have fun. Drunken oh, Zelda. Yeah.
0: So IGN. Go hang yourself.
2: You've got Brexit Tourette's. I like bright lights and shiny things. Other (laughs) podcast
1: suppliers are available.
4: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha ha